What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing wonderful. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing amazing. It's a beautiful day outside. Absolutely. Let's make a beautiful day with these positive news stories. Tim, what do you got? Absolutely, man. My first one is pretty awesome, man. So have you ever surfed before? No. Really difficult. I know I've said it on here before. I tried to surf about 10 years ago in Puerto Rico, and I wiped out so many times, but I kept getting back up. But I almost drowned, so I quit. I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a nap on the beach. Good time. Long story short, my first positive news story (laughs) is a surfing story. So it all started with Lee Brogan. He had been wiped out by a massive wave while surfing off the Yorkshire coast in England last year. And uh, he watched in agony as a surfboard just went away slowly and slowly. He knew he couldn't swim out there and reach it, and he knew it would be gone. Um, He really loved that surfboard because he had it for 10 years, and the board costs about 800 bucks. Anywhere between 800 and $1,200 is its worth, but it cost him about $800 at that time. Now we're going to fast forward a year later. We're going to talk to Stephanie Rise and Jake Anderson. They went hiking, right? They were hiking. They were off the Shetland Islands off the coast of Scotland, and then all of a sudden they spotted a surfboard. What is that over there? Of course, on a hike, you're on an adventure, man, so they wanted to go check it out. When they checked it out, they were kind of questioning things immediately, like, yo, where do you think this came from? There's no real waves over here. Nobody's surfing over here. Let's find out who this belongs to. So they get on social media, power of social media, get on Facebook, start going to these surfer pages, and start asking people, does anybody know where this board came from? Does anybody know who the owner is? If you do, let them know. Literally about a day later, Lee, the person who got wiped out at the beginning of this story, gets on and is shocked. Like, oh my gosh, that's my board. Like, I can't believe it. This is crazy. Writes him back. They send the board back. And of course, he's happy. But they wrote a letter on it, which I thought was awesome. Found washed up on a Piri beach in Skeld. Sketland on 2-8-12-2020. Jake Anderson. 2-8-12. Or 28-12-2020. I apologize. <laughs> I like, the date's like... a little bit different. My bad. <laughs> I just thought this was awesome because even though whenever you think you lose something, somebody else could find it and bring it back, you just got to keep your hopes up. It's wild though because it was literally almost a year before Lee gave up on this board. It was like 10 months and he was like, ah, it's gone. It is what it is. And then literally a few months later, he ends up finding it. I thought it was awesome. Shout out to these people for not keeping the surfboard and reuniting it to somebody that owned it for 10 years. People, stories of compassion. It's random too, right? A surfboard. (laughs) We just had an Arctic storm in the Midwest and I'm over here talking about the beach beautiful things in the world absolutely so i have an excess of positive news stories from people sending them in and just how much positivity has been going on this week so it's a triple combo (laughs) first one is athlete themed anytime an nba player does something awesome we're going to talk about it here on the positive truth and russell westbrook did two awesome things this week he used to play for the houston rockets and he donated a hundred thousand dollars to the storm recovery fund through his why not foundation and also through his Why Not Foundation. He is opening middle schools and high schools in LA because he wants to inspire and empower people, sort of like LeBron's schools. He was like, yeah, we should do the same thing in LA. They're gonna be schools that's un- to serve underserved communities with, that have lack of resources and funding. He wants to inspire and empower these students and provide essential and necessary resources to set them up for success beyond the classroom, to prepare them for college, prepare them for trade work, help out the community, 
Good job, Russell Westbrook. Hell and of a week. To add a bonus one in there, Russell Westbrook is also executively, executively producing a documentary about the Tulsa ma- uh, Massacre back in the 1920s. It's going to be on the History Channel, I believe, this month. Westbrook winning. He's winning all around, man. And his team's winning, finally. <laughs> Shouts to the Washington Wizards. <laughs> also... Arizona Cardinals have a quarterback named Kyler Murray, and he donated 60,000 meals to Texas Food Bank after the winter storm. Shout out to Oklahoma Sooners. Really? Yeah, he was the OU quarterback Heisman Trophy winner. It's okay, JP. (laughs) (laughs) The more you know with Tim McCoy. (laughs) So these athletes doing awesome things here. What do you got, Tim? Man, my next story, I actually like this story a lot because I used to work at Golden Crow when we started this podcast, correct? Mm-hmm. Gary since every year teamed up with Golden Corral and we gave away food for vet- food to veterans on Veterans Day every year. If you served in the military, you would eat for free at our buffet at Golden Corral and a part of it had to do with this Gary Sins Foundation. Now, he's been working on this foundation since 2010, right around when I started working at Golden Corral, which is awesome. He's always focused on veterans, but recently he just launched a mental health network for veterans and first responders. He thought it was very important. He said, you know, they've been focusing on these veterans with PTSD and trying to do everything they can to help out where they can, but he also understands that these first responders, whether they're veterans or not, are going through similar situations. So with the Gary Sins Foundation and teaming up with other foundations, they're doing their part. And I thought this was awesome because in 2021, we need to focus on our mental health more than anything. And the time is now. Wow, Tim, perfectly said. Politician McCoy. Turned it up today, just for that story, though. <laughs> I have nothing bad. I, I can't follow up that brilliant speech. It's like <laughs> the, you're the comedian that just crushed it, and I'm the one behind it, and no one's laughing. It's cool, man. The audience is laughing. <laughs> so before we get to our last half of positive news stories, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Sam talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, you have to overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm beyond grateful for being uncomfortable. This is the first time I can say this confidently in a few weeks, maybe in about six weeks. I've been really uncomfortable working and just life has been tough. I mean, obviously for everybody. But today is the first day that I think I woke up looking for that uncomfort, looking for something to keep me busy, looking for something to help me grow. Obviously in the work world, because it's a Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever today is right now. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really glad for being uncomfortable and able to grow out of it, for sure. What about yourself, JP? Well, that's funny, because we never talk about what we're grateful for. I was going to say I'm grateful for having a job. Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> With a lot of things to do. Because I've been telling you, and I've been telling everyone else, like we have problems other people wish they had. And we should be grateful for that. Nothing but a fact. Well said. So for my next group of positive news stories, they kind of follow up to your first one. Your first positive news story today was about the goodness in people and the world and the world. So I have a my first one is about a woman who lost her wallet at the store, and she had one of those ring doorbells that shows you the security camera, like the picture. So she was just like. Deborah, Deborah Crosby, panic mode at the cash register at Walmart. Her wallet's missing. She's a science teacher. She's trying to get decorations for her classroom. She's at the line to pay out. People are waiting at her at Walmart looking at her crazy because she can't find her wallet. So she has to take everything back. And she lost her wallet. Feels like it's a loss all around. She's at home. She's not happy about it. She lost 
driver's license, military ID, bank cards, all the money, and she doesn't have decorations for a classroom. She goes home, and she's like, why do I have this man ringing the doorbell right now? And it turned out to be a gentleman that had found her wallet, looked up her address, and drove it. It was like, hey, Miss Cosby, found your wallet at Walmart. I'm just gonna leave it on the outside of the door. And then she like, he left. And she was like, my hero, wrote the post on Facebook, has no idea who he is. <laughs> none, none, none. And I just think, like, your first positive news story, it shows you the good in the world. Facts. Oh, oh but remember, today is a combo day. So we have more. I have a delivery driver. She was in Vietnam doing normal things. And there was a baby that has on the 12th floor of this balcony that had, you know, there was a little safety wire that was so skinny it scooted through. Been and there. And he's like, it was about to fall 12 stories, the little baby. Delivery driver drops, drops it, runs, and saves a two-year-old girl who fell from the 12th floor balcony. What? Do you got a video? Tim, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> I am not you. Oh, it was worth a try. I'm sure somebody has a video. I'm going to look this up, man. That's wild. I'm actually surprised you didn't have it because that's your kind of positive I know, story. right? Some superhero stuff like that. No, I didn't see it. There must have not been a video. You're right. <laughs> so shout out to Nguyen Mon, 31 years old, waiting to make the delivery, dropped his stuff, ran, saw the woman screaming, caught the kids, saved the two-year-old's life. That's Shows you the good in the world. But it gets better to him. I got another one that I've, I could have swore you had that got sent in. And I was like, there's no point in me even talking about this because Tim's going to have it. What is it? So, Indiana principal. He, has, he feels like he has a responsibility to all of his students. And there's a kid that comes in and like, there's no hats in class. So you did see this. You I did see it. <laughs> I did have it for later. It's okay, though. Keep going. And he was like... Why is this kid not taking off his hat? And he realized the kid had a bad haircut. He didn't want to get embarrassed. Completely understandable. I didn't cut my hair all the month of February. I wore a do-rag everywhere. Do-rag saved my life. But you can't wear a do-rag in a lot of schools. The kid was wearing a hat. You can't wear a hat. So he took him in. He gave him a haircut. And everyone loves this, this principal, Principal Jason Smith. And then there's another story in here. It's like... When the basketball kids had holes in his shoes, he served in an underprivileged school. He was like, all right, I'm going to buy you tennis shoes. So he, he bought all the kids tennis shoes for basketball all because they couldn't afford them. He was like, I'll, I'll buy you tennis shoes. And he's, Smith has been cutting hair for any kid that needs it that can't afford a haircut. He was like, your haircut's messed up. Don't worry, I'll, t I'll take care of it. He's like, I'm a principal. I got to take care of these kids. And sometimes that's not just in the classroom and help managing the teachers. Got to do what I can to help the community. Great principal, Mr. Smith. Yo, I love that story. And the reason why I love that story, JP, he's, he's beyond a, a great principal. And you know that, man. He's just a good person in general. But as a minority male, I'm 32 years old. JP will be 32 this year as well. Whenever we were younger, we didn't get haircuts like that, right? We grew our hair out. We really didn't know. We also got roasted, made fun of. Obviously out of fun from our friends, but that takes your confidence away. So whenever you do get a bad haircut and you go to school and you have to deal with your peers making fun of you, that confidence isn't quite there. 
So the fact that this principal stepped up, took care of this kid's haircut, not even talking about the shoes, which is amazing in itself, but took care of this kid's hair, to me shows what kind of value this man has to his community. He's not thinking about just learning, it's so much more. Those are the type of teachers we need in the world. So shout out to Mr. Smith, that was a great principal. He is a great principal. So, so Mr. Smith teaches at a really low income, all black school basically, because there are certain parts of America that are still really segregated, and they all look to him, everyone in the community, like, that's my guy, that's Mr. Smith, he helps out, he's like the leader there. That's, that's how you build connections right there. Boom, boom, boom. What do you got, Tim Tim? Man, your story actually leads perfectly into mine. So I'm going to talk about Lindsay Sobel. Um, months leading to her own bar mitzvah, um, she basically decided to do something that was amazing. So whenever you're about to get your, go through your bar mitzvah, you have to give back to your community some way. And whenever she was driving through LA, she noticed there was a lot of people that were just unfortunate. They were living on the streets. They didn't have things that they need to survive. And it bothered her. So she was like driving down with her family and realized, you know what? I know what I want to do. Before my bar mitzvah, this is what I want to do. I want to give back shoes. So what she decided to do was start up a nonprofit called Shoes for Souls. And this charitable program, it collects and distributes shoes to Southern Californians that are in need all over the place. This young girl has now given away over 30,000 pairs of shoes to LA citizens that are in need. Used shoes, new shoes, people that, if people drop them off, shoes that were worn by fellow volleyball players, shoes that were worn by their family members, it didn't matter. She knows there's people out there that are in need. I love this story because we've done plenty of stories out there where people are giving away shoes to people who are in need. This one is coming from a child, and that's where I love it because the youth are awesome with the positive truth, and there's so many people out here doing great things. If you don't believe in the world after this episode, you guys got to read a little bit more. Watch a couple more videos. This is amazing. Or listen to more episodes. That too. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> How old was she? She was 13 whenever she decided this. Okay. Well, my last triple combo is about the youth are awesome with the positive truth. So we're segueing really nicely. Nice. First one is from Dinwiddie, Virginia. It's about a 14-year-old, Eric Edwards. His family lost power during their first ice storm that they had. And to keep his house warm, he was splitting logs in the backyard to keep the fireplace going, right? And what's your favorite quote from Bruce, one of the people we've interviewed? If you can't give money, give your time or talent. So he's 14 years old. No one has money at 14. Facts. But Edwards, 14, he's like, I'm really good at using a chainsaw and using an axe. And there's a lot of trees here. So whenever he heard about the power going out in Texas, he chopped some more trees, put them on a truck, and they shipped them out to Texas during the ice storm to help out and get anybody free firewood. Anybody that needed it. You threw awesome with the positive truth, that's, right? That's amazing. Oh, 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 it's getting better. We got an 11-year-old. She is a jazz dancer, but she, is, she, like, she wants her readers because she's an author to confidently chase their dreams and stand up to anyone. So when she was young, she went through bullying. I mean, she's still young, she's 11, but she was like, I wanna write a book. So she wrote a children's book called Flamingo Feet during the pandemic. It's about a dancer who stands up to mean competitors who call her, who call her names like Flamingo Feet. That's why I call it Flamingo Feet. And the rest of the book is about her gaining confidence and learning it's okay to follow your dreams no matter what people say about her. 
The book was released in July 2020. It sold about a thousand copies, and all of it has been donated to charity. That's not an awesome 11 year old. I don't know what it is. Facts. And I got a high school basketball player. It's tournament tournament time. I think I don't think I said that right the first time. Not editing that one out. <laughs> In Michigan, and he was, you know, he's a varsity forward watching the JV games. He's supporting it, and he sees a JV player not on his team but on the other team playing in shoes that aren't basketball shoes. It's like, like, it's hard to play basketball when you're not in some basketball shoes. They were like, basically like, the low top, you're supposed to like, walk around the house in these, but the kid didn't have any shoes. So after the game, varsity forward was like, went up to the kid, he was like, hey man, you played a good game. I wanted to give you my shoes for the other team. Somebody he didn't even play. He was like, I got an extra pair. Take these. Gotta believe in the youth. The youth are awesome with the Positive Truth Podcast. See, so that last one, I loved it so much. I read it on two different articles. This kid, so he sees, like, just like you said, he sees the other kid playing. He notices he has bad shoes. So after the game, he takes his shoes off and he gives it to him. The funniest part about it was the next day, his mom goes up to his dad why didn't you tell me he did this and his dad was like what are you talking about they get on facebook and it went viral the coach actually thanked him after the game and said you know what not only are you making the school look good our team look good but you're making our community look good he did this without anybody even watching or noticing he didn't know anybody was paying attention he was just trying to do a good deed because that was in his heart the youth are awesome with the positive truth i think this is a classic episode tim nothing but positivity man that's what we do do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. There's nothing more beautiful than someone who goes out of their way to make life beautiful for others. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate it every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.